welcome back for another episode of Keybinds, the official podcast of Trample Gaming. I am the Mad Bishop. I'm joined by Pinch and Squats, and we're going to wrap up the year, kind of a special holiday episode, because this is obviously going to be coming out after Christmas, hopefully before New Year. I think we should get it out before then. And first of all, we want to wish everybody, obviously, happy holidays. 2020 has been a stressful year, obviously. And so we thought we'd do something fun for our 10th episode. So we're going to review our top five games that we played in 2020. Now, here's the criteria. Just has to be games that we played in 2020 or discovered in 2020. They don't have to have actually come out during this year, but most of them on the list that we're going to be discussing will be games that did come out in 2020 itself. So we've ranked our top games one through five. We're going to go through all of them. Uh, This is going to be really exciting. Anything that we want to talk about or discuss about the year of gaming 2020 before we talk about our lists, I'm going to open it up for everybody. I was not prepared for this question. I mean, 2020 was a big year. We had the new consoles dropped. We had new graphics cards come out. Yep. We've had Cyberpunk 2077 barely (laughs) made it. 2020 has been a crazy ride for gaming. Like we went from... We went from having E3 or packs or, you know, any conventions that really highlight new and upcoming things to not having any of that. Or, no, it's a shame, though. I mean, it is a shame. You're right that we didn't have all of the things that we would normally have in a year to preview new games that are coming out. But on the same side, you're right. I, the new consoles did come out. Obviously, new graphics cards are out there. I, you know, there's some, there's definitely some positives for sure. But yeah, I think it's a lot about what we missed out on, which is unfortunate, at least for me. And I think that our our lists will kind of show, um, like showcase, probably the best games in the past, you know, even five years. You know, to to be completely honest, because 2020 was also a also gave us something to do as gamers, which is, you know, start chipping away at our backlogs. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. Well, I think we should start this off by saying, I don't know anybody else's list. We we don't know each other's lists at all. So this is going to be kind of on the fly. We're going to find this out. So main question is format. I guess we'll just take it from the top all the way one through five. Each are we doing? Gonna say, are we doing best like top number one game first, or should we start at like the fifth game and then work our I way think, to our top? I think we start at number five and then work our way up. So okay, yeah. Like so that. we'll do that. All right. So I guess I'll kick it off. Uh, number five for me for 2020 was Rivals of Aether. Main reason is just because the complete edition came out. I think it was a huge success. It was a game I really discovered in 2020. It's been out for a long time, obviously, but I, I was really excited to learn how to play this game this year. And just to see it evolve over this past year has been really cool. Obviously, we've run local tournaments. We've run online tournaments. It's been kind of a crazy year, and really, Rivals kind of helped get me through quarantine. So my number five game of 2020 is Rivals of Aether. Sarah, what's your number five? My number five is one of those games this year that had some of the biggest hype I have ever seen. 
And it was fascinating to watch this all unfold. Um, my number five is Fall Guys. What an insanely frustrating, yet some of the most fun I've had <laughs> since quarantine started. Like, it's a it's an absolute blast. I'll be honest with you, I haven't played since, like, the first, like, month or two that it came out, just because I've been playing other things. But, um, you know, maybe now that I'm on a little bit of a break for the holidays, I might break it out. Dust off the old sticks. <laughs> Yeah, Fall Guys was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, my number social five? Media is so good. I didn't Sorry. even, I haven't even seen their social media. Their Twitter oh, good. is fantastic. Yeah, it is good. I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to follow them after the podcast. <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, but my number five game uh, is one that I dumped 900 hours into this year. Damn. Oh, yeah. Escape from Tarkov is my number five. There it is. <laughs> number five, really? Yeah, honestly. So here's here's the reason, okay? Escape from Tarkov is not a game that everyone can play, which means that I can't True. play the game with all of my friends. And mm-hmm. if you guys know me, I like playing... When I play a multiplayer game, I want to play with my friends. The more people that I have playing with me, the, you know, bigger my safety blanket is because i'm trash and you can carry me <laughs> so <laughs> um but it's also e- extremely frustrating you know and there's there's still a lot of work to be done um nikita i love you out there but please fix your game um <laughs> but no it's it's amazing like it's a really good game just not the best yet I, th- I think you bring up a good point about probably games on most of our lists are going to be related to or have some issue with what their full release looked like in 2020. Uh, I mean, I think that we saw a lot of games that kind of got it right. We saw some that sort of struggled along, certainly at launch. But I think it's going to be a, a common theme of games that, that we've sunk a lot of hours into. Uh, but... Yeah, I agree. Like Tarkov is not a game that I play, but I enjoy watching you guys play it. It's always interesting to see kind of what these hardcore tactical shooters, you know, like this look like and how they manifest themselves in, in different ways. And I, I what I've seen, I think, is really interesting. Maybe I'll I'll try to dive in 2021. We'll see. I got a spot open. <laughs> Can um, I pick your brains for a second? This doesn't have to be included. Sure. But do you think that's because like things are being released digitally more so rather than the physical copy? Because it, if you think about it, if they're releasing a physical copy, there's not going to be any updates, you know, like back in the old days. Right. There were like maybe system updates, but not like the actual games now. Well, you know, it's interesting and, and Finch, I'm sure can vouch for this as well. We're old enough to remember before day one patches for games right like update cartridges no no those games were complete if there were glitches well well and and you know what games like melee are a perfect example right wave dashing was not supposed to be a thing that was in melee it's uh, literally a bug that's in there Mm -hmm. but people just discovered that you could wave dash and 
I mean, that was that was that. Um, so you're right. I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. Games are, are these days, you just expect them to have day one patches. You expect them to be constantly iterated on, even if they're single player experiences, which, you know, that causes a lot of stress for developers when they they put out a game at a single price and don't get that loot box money or skin money. But I don't know. Yeah, no, it's a valid point. It's a really valid point. Just, just curious. Just wanted to throw it out there. Okay, moving on. <laughs> no, All I right, mean, number. F- you, you did actually make a really good point because, I mean, there, there are games now. Like, even if you buy the physical copy of a game today, you're still putting it into your PlayStation and downloading 64 gigabytes of the game. <laughs> right. Yes, it's right. a good point. So, I mean, physical copies are just still technically digital. We're doing a list countdown. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let's go, let's go back to that. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. This is a good segue, though. All right. So number four, let's talk about it. Sarah, why don't you go first? Tell us your number four game. Okay. Um, so this is an oldie but a goodie that I only discovered. Well, I didn't discover it. I've heard of it. I've never played it before. Um, Bish convinced me to play it. It's literally the only game that Paradoxus watches me play when I stream it. And that is Skyrim, my number four spot. Um, I killed a chicken. Yes. Uh, that was stupid. And I kind of fell in love with it. Um, I was not told that you should not do that. So that was exciting. A good first <laughs> experience. Um, yeah, I think it's really fun. It's one of those just, you know, go do your thing. Just run around, do your tasks, whatever. Um, scary. Definitely had a few jump scares. Um, I don't know. It's just fun. I, I can't believe I haven't tried it out before this year. It's great. <laughs> it is a classic. I would argue one of the greatest games of all time. Um, for me, at least. I, I think it's certainly up there. And it's something that you can rediscover forever and ever. Because it is just that good, in my opinion. And the so community... The, the modding community is phenomenal with the game too. I mean, they've, yeah. they've reskinned basically the entire game. You could play as whatever you want in beautiful ray tracing greatness. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Bishop. No, 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 you're good. Pinch, what's your number four? Uh, well, it's the game we just stopped playing. Uh, Valorant. Like, <laughs> uh, Love it. I mean, Riot did so well this year with all of their games. I couldn't pick just one, but I chose Valorant anyway. Um, I mean, they did they did really really good. TFT has been crazy. Um, yes. You know, like I I don't know. Valorant has just been. I enjoy again like. I enjoy playing the game with my friends, right? I don't think I've actually solo queued in Valorant yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's an amazing game. Like the, it looks beautiful, and I enjoyed it. So that's my number four. What about you, Bishop? Yeah, I'm going with Phasmophobia. I want to come back to Valorant. I do because there's so much to unpack with Valorant, but 
Uh, yeah, for number four for me, Phasmophobia. I think this is just one of those kind of brilliant sort of slipped under the radar a little bit and then immediately blew up. Uh, great game, great mechanic, super fun, definitely scary, jump scares, so many incredible moments. And uh, again, Pinch, I think it's a, a big theme is games that we play with other people, especially in 2020, where you know we want to be as connected as possible and we can't actually see people in person. And Phasmophobia, for me, kind of scratched that itch. It was something that was casual enough that everybody could kind of get into. But, you know, it was, it was kind of hardcore enough that you could take it seriously and... and still have fun so uh yeah number four for me phasmophobia for 2020 love it you know when i play that game i should just have my mail forwarded to the trailer <laughs> <laughs> you do like your trailer let me camping <laughs> <laughs> i hate that game so much dude oh i get it i like watching it i don't like playing it this sounds just, yeah, the sounds the are. Yeah. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, I'll move on to number three. Pinch's turn to go first. Go pinch. Let me get comfy in my chair first. Hang on. Squeak, squeak. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a callback to a previous episode, guys. <laughs> it's in there go listen to the other ones if this is your first episode <laughs> uh so my number three is a uh rogue light game uh it's one that i actually recently started playing um and it is undermine like it's just a fun light-hearted little roguelite uh it's like a I don't know. You're a miner. You try to get to the end. I have put like 22 hours into it and I've had it for, I don't know, a couple weeks now. So it's good. <laughs> I've not heard of this game. This sounds fun. I saw you were playing it. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's like the, it's like, you know, it looks retro-y. It's, it's just fun. It's a fun, silly roguelike. What about you, Sarah? What's your what's your three? My number three, while it hasn't been out for that long, um, is Cyberpunk 2077. Ooh, I was um, hoping that would show up. Yes. Yeah, that is my number three only because um, I haven't gotten that far. But I really enjoy the game so far. The story is uh, very interesting. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of a little bit further past the main like opening sequence of missions right so i haven't gotten too far into it i haven't done like the different kind of quests but i really like the hacking that's super fun i love i love keanu as johnny silverhand <laughs> oh man he's just so angsty i love it it's great <laughs> no I, I really love it i think it's fun and i'm excited to see how the story plays out so I hope Bish doesn't beat me to it, to it because I don't want any spoilers. Cyberpunk did not make my list. That's why I was happy to see it on somebody's list. Uh, so good. I, I think that if this is the first step into the future of gaming, even though, yes, this is not the game we were promised. Yes, it has issues. Yes, it's buggy. Yes, 
you're really going to have a hard time running this on a last-gen console, even a PS4 Pro or something like that. So I get it. The criticisms are valid. But if this is the future of gaming, I think the future is just really quite bright in the way that storytelling can be conveyed, the way that open-world games can be presented. It is brilliant. I just didn't make my top five because there's just so many other amazing, incredible games in 2020. But um, yeah, just so, so good. So good. Oh, I guess it's me. Yes, you. <laughs> Number three for me was a PlayStation exclusive that it was Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, good, I, good game. I, I really enjoyed watching you play that. Just throwing that out there. I think it, to me, I mean, it could have been number one uh, for me, but it was just, it was that good. It was so brilliant in so many ways. Um, the story was, I thought, really well done. Uh, again, the open world nature of it was fantastic. The combat was really super fluid, super arcadey, but very enjoyable. Sucker Punch, I think, just put together a game that, is honestly one of those that it's another one. I don't think it's a maybe classic, you know, but it's one of those games that I think you can come back to time and time again and still enjoy it because there's just so much to do. So yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is my number three game for 2020. All right, moving on to number two. Uh, who do we need to start off with here? Let's see. I guess it would be Sarah. Okay. So okay, yeah. My number two is a game that um, there have been previous iterations, but this is the very first time that I've ever played it. Um, so if you know me, I uh, you know that I'm a huge fan of my Switch Lite. I love it. I got it for my birthday last year, and it has served me well. So if you're <laughs> interested in getting one, they're great. I love how portable they are. But um, I spent, like, the first probably three months of quarantine playing hours of animal crossing every day. Like that was my full-time job. <laughs> Good game. Um, it's, it's so much fun. I, I really like, you know, I kind of, I don't know. It takes me back to like when I used to play computer games as a kid, like it was always like, some kind of animal themed game, you know? Um, but learning the mechanics of all of it, like catching fish and bugs and things like that and building your house and customizing and getting the right personality of animals on your island or shit, what are they called? Residents? I don't know what they're called. Yeah, I think they're island residents, right? Yeah, yeah. So you want, you know, the right type of personality to make sure nobody's grumpy on your island. I watched a lot of streamers play it in the beginning, and I found a lot of cool, like, tips and tricks and stuff. So that's really neat. I don't know. It's just uh, definitely a, a good time waster for me. <laughs> Pinch, what is your number two game of 2020? Number two game of 2020 is probably one of now my top five games of all time. It was released in 2015. It's Undertale. Mm. Uh, yes. I played it on stream. I did the pacifist run. It was phenomenal. Like all of the, it, it made me feel things. 
emotionally, which games shouldn't make you do that often, but it does. So I don't know. It was like, it was a really good game. Fantastic story. Um, I wish I would have played it sooner. That's all I can really say about it. I agree with you. That game is so much fun. I played it for the first time, I think around this time last year. Um, I'll tell you what, that was one of my streams that popped off because there is a massive community around it. Oh yeah, they, they love it, dude. <laughs> and they know everything. <laughs> like, like I had people like helping me get through levels, you know? Mm-hmm. It's such a fun game. I'm glad you got to experience it. I need to. I That is going to be on my list for 2021 for sure. Just because I know it's such a cult classic and just brilliantly presented. Obviously, the ways that it's made its its kind of entrance into pop culture has been really funny yeah uh, for me kenny omega coming out <laughs> dressed mm-hmm. up i think um, that was yeah. that was pretty cool so yeah i was like all right i gotta check this game out so all right <laughs> i'm gonna have to do that uh, i guess number two for me yeah. um we already kind of talked about this game but i'm gonna bring it on back number two for me was valorant hard to say why it wasn't number one I mean, it certainly could have been number one. I think the top three are sort of interchangeable for me, but Valorant, I've sunk so many hours into, so many dollars into skins. <laughs> to me, it is just a brilliant game. I think it certainly had its flaws when it came out. There have been so many changes, just a flurry of changes over the past few months, really since it was released in, in beta. I'm just so impressed with how Riot has handled this game. You know, Pinch brought that up. I, I think that it's one of those games that we're going to be playing probably like League for you know the next 10 years. It's, it's just going to be one of those staples, I think, in everybody's kind of game library that people are just going to keep coming back to. I think, especially when they add more maps, more agents, the more content that comes out in 2021, I just am so impressed with their ability to get this game out in the middle of the pandemic was when it was released. Obviously all the, the Twitch drops and people trying to get into the beta and, and just the hype around it. I, I just think that how they've handled esports, how they've handled the game itself, just brilliant. So yeah, Valorant is my number two game for 2020. Hell yeah. I, I guess that means that we're on to our number ones. Yeah. 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 You go. Uh, okay, my number one game of 2020 is uh, a game I was actually kind of hesitant to buy at first uh, when it first released, and it is uh, Hades. I love my roguelikes. This one, the story is really good. I love the uh, I love the art and the aesthetic to the game. Um, I I love Greek mythology, so it was it was really cool to you know, play a bunch of uh, of this game. Yeah, I think I think Hades could be considered not only the best game of 2020, but certainly one of the best games ever. <laughs> I just just brilliant, just absolutely brilliant. Um, I guess I'll go next since it's obvious at this point. My number one game for 2020 is also Hades. Um, that's funny. That's funny you picked it as number one. I I don't know. I had a feeling you, you might. Um, 
I, I don't even know what else to say about the game that hasn't been said so many times by every other gaming publication and blog and podcasts, etc. If you have not had a chance to play it, even if you don't like roguelike games, just go ahead and play it. It's worth it. I'm not a roguelike player. I don't. I just don't play games like that. Uh, this is really not kind of that typical roguelike experience. So if, if you're a little bit hesitant, there are some kind of out-of-run RPG-ish sort of elements where you can level up. I'm on run, like, I don't even know, in the, the 30s at this point on Switch. It's great on Switch. Go get it. Um, Pinch, I'm so glad that you picked Hades for your number one game. That is so <laughs> that is so funny to me. Makes sense, though. So it's, oh, my it's... God. Yeah. I was going to say you, but sorry. Cut you off. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say, like, it It doesn't feel like a roguelike. It feels right. almost like the perfect balance of a roguelike and almost Diablo in that way. You know, you right. don't really have to worry about loot, so that's great. You know, loot, it's all just kind of built into as you progress in your, in your run. But, um... No, Sarah, you you had something to say about it, so sorry I cut you off there. Oh, no, 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 I was joking that it was my top. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What is your number one game? Oh, are we done talking about Hades? We are done talking about Hades. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so back to Valorant. Um, is that a surprise? <laughs> like, I'm watching, I'm watching Tens play right now. Um, <laughs> I'm obsessed. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you guys know. Um, I've never played any FPS games at all, ever. Nothing. I played CSGO for the very first time against bots, mind you. Um, you know, just a couple months ago. Or, I don't know, not that long ago. Like, it was a couple weeks. Um, so I had no, like, prior experience with this, prior knowledge. This is all brand new to me. I don't know. I've gotten to a point where I, I play the game so much that I'm now starting to try to master different agents as far as master goes with my skill level, I guess. But it's just so much fun. And and Pinch, like you said, it's just so fun to play with your friends. I will never, ever solo queue in Valorant again, which is an issue. Can of worms there. But yeah, it's just fun to, to frack out with your friends. It's a great time. I can't wait to see what they do with it. It's so much fun. I'm with you. I'm with you on all accounts. Absolutely. I think it's I think it's funny that Valorant was in all of our top fives for sure. Pinch War was Valorant for you. Uh it was number four, but again, you know, like okay. three, four, and five are very for the most part interchangeable. Yeah, so base so basically like four, two, one. Was mm -hmm. how we had it on our list. That makes sense. Yeah. I think it's funny that we linked up, of course, with Hades as our number one game. Also just, makes sense. It's funny. It's just a, a phenomenal game. It just feels it feels good, you know. And Valorant too. Like I'm very, I'm actually really surprised that 2020 did so well with gaming. I sincerely hope that 2021 has like the same level that 2020 br brought because. This year did kind of suck, <laughs> just a little, you know. Just like, a little. It, it did suck a little bit, but for gaming, I think that, I think that they brought, they brought some pretty good heat to it, and it's, it's exciting to see what we can do in the future. I'm with you. 
I'm very encouraged. I'm very encouraged by the games that came out this year. Obviously, the games that we enjoyed this year, even games that we rediscovered this year. The fact that we've had gaming, and I, I think it's also hilarious that Among Us didn't make the list for any of us. Well, That's funny. I was going to ask, do you guys have any honorable mentions? Uh, Cyberpunk is the only one for me, but uh, Among Us certainly would be up there. I mean, that was yeah. the game that took everything by storm. Agreed. Uh, not. Not saying it's a bad game, just not a game that I was really into enough to, to include on my list. But same, that's same. Kept crashing your computer. That's also true. Good point. I, I had a blast. I mean, when that first like kind of kicked back up, and we were having like a full, you know, group of ten playing, like that was so much fun. Getting people to like not talk to you. Happy <laughs> <laughs> demo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kidding. Well, and I, let's throw it out there to the community, right? What were your top five games yeah, tweet for us. 2020? Yeah, tweet at us at Trample Gaming. Of course, join us on Discord, discord.trample.gg. Put that in any web browser and you'll join us on Discord. Always fun. I think that so many people are going to have so many different opinions about their top five games. Not even just in 2020, but just what they were enjoying in 2020 with quarantine. Certainly all the heavy hitters, at least in my mind, made it up there. Uh, some of them obviously didn't, which is kind of conspicuous. If there's one you think that we missed or we should have played and checked out again, please hit us up. Let us know because we are always looking for new games to play. Our backlogs are absurdly long, but uh, <laughs> we give it our, our, our best shot, I guess. So, yeah, we're going to wrap up the episode. Any final thoughts on 2020 and gaming and maybe what you're looking forward to in 2021? Anything of note? I hope we get a PS5. For a new Netflix machine. Yes. <laughs> At some point. It just looks nice. It does. A couple games that I just want to. I, I just want to shout out. Like I played Edith Finch again this year. It's still fucking phenomenal. It's mm -hmm. I love. I love Edith Finch. I will play that at least once a year and remind myself of mortality. But also, um, things that I am excited for in 2021, I'm excited for 12 Minutes, which is like an atmospheric, story-rich game that's basically revolves around 12 minutes and the decisions you make within those 12 minutes. And then mm. Deathloop, which is kind of in the same vein, but longer um, than 12 minutes, now that I realize that I'm looking at this list. But that's by Arcane Lion. Yeah, two games that I'm excited for in 2021. I love it. As far as wrapping up 2020 for me, a game that kind of slid onto my Steam library was Black Mesa. Just brilliant game, brilliant retelling, kind of remastered version of Half-Life 1. If you're looking to get into Half-Life, but you don't want to play the original Half-Life, just go grab it. It's really cheap on Steam. It's great. Super fun check that out as far as what i'm excited for in 2021 honestly i really really want to see what we're going to get with overwatch 2 what we're going to get with diablo i hope that blizzard really takes 2021 to focus and make sure that they're putting out incredible games because i really want to see them thrive that may be similar to the way that riot has in 2020 with their 10-year anniversary of league and valorant and tft which also could have made my list but I think that 2021 is going to bring a lot of opportunities for bigger developers to come back, hit harder, have bigger games, maybe a little bit bigger budgets, possibly. Hopefully, we'll. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll... I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say bigger butts. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Thank you all so much for making 2020 what it was for us from our community game nights to just hanging out in discord, playing games and just listening to music. Really y'all helped us get through what was a very, very challenging year. And again, we really want to hear what your top five games were that you played in 2020. Join us on Discord, discord.trample.gg. We'll see you on there. Have a wonderful new year. We'll be back in 2021 with new episodes, all sorts of fun stuff to cover. We will catch you guys very soon. Adios. Bye. Okay. I'm keeping that in. Fuck it. That's (laughs) saying it. Mary Chrysler. Jesus (laughs) Christ. I love you all so much. Mary (laughs) Chrysler.